Hi everyone. Just wanted to come on here and talk about something that's been on my mind for the last few months. I recently just scrolled on LinkedIn, which is my usual Friday morning activity since it's a lightweight workday for me if I can make it. And I saw something that I had seen before uh, in different social media sites and things of that nature, but it, it, it got me different today. And it was a ad in what looks to be a Target. Uh, I couldn't see any logos on it, but I know what a Target looks like. Like most people know what a Target looks like. And I think it was, and it was a little uh, banner that's usually in the children's section that usually will have kids and it's showing how an outfit could be made, you know, you know, basic clothing marketing for a child. But this one had a picture of a child in a wheelchair. And obviously, at least from what I could see in the picture, the shorts in the ad were the ones being displayed and there was a t-shirt. I didn't see the t-shirt in that exact ad, but I did, I, I could see what I believe Target or whatever store this was, was going for here. It's a kid, it's back to school time or summertime, get these clothes for your kid, our basic clothing app ad. Here's what's something I had not seen before and it's probably because I was just scrolling on social media so I hadn't really seen the full picture maybe, or I don't recall seeing it, but in the aisle of this store looking at this ad was a kid in a wheelchair. Now you can't judge a book by its cover, but I am willing to bet my next month's paycheck that the kid in sitting in the aisle either has or is being portrayed to have a disability. And it's not just a kid is in a wheelchair because they broke their leg or something like that. This kid looks to Honestly, what hit me most is that this kid, facial feature-wise, looks like my nephew. So he probably has some type of, you know, tar retardation, some type of Down syndrome, some type of physical and mental disability, um, accessibility issue. And the child in the ad does not. The child in the ad, if you just cut off the handles for his wheelchair and you cut off the bottom part to where all you see is the torso you wouldn't know that that kid really was in a wheelchair because he cut off the handles and he cut off the bottom part of the ad so it got me thinking about two things one the different types of ableism and accessibility that people associate with a wheelchair is sometimes it is truly just physical. Someone can be in a wheelchair and it's only physical and nothing about their mental is destroyed or not proper or not in working order as us normal able-bodied people would be. So I found it interesting that this particular photo, whether the entire photo or just the ad was staged or not, the child in the aisle looks to have down syndrome or some other mental defect as well, which I think speaks volumes because we've seen people in wheelchairs, but we don't see people in wheelchairs, man, you know, man, woman, child portrayed in media and ads a lot anyway. But now it made me think more. We don't see a lot of people with down syndrome or other mental disabilities portrayed in 
marketing as well. So it kind of got me thinking, was the person who took this photo sending the message about not just the physical limitations, or were they also sending about how there's still some work to be done when it comes to, let's just give the best example that most common people, that's common for most people know of Down syndrome or retardation of things of that nature, uh, of that level. And then we went to the comments on LinkedIn and the post says literally picture of this little boy in this wheelchair that looks to have Down syndrome and the looking at the picture of the boy that seems to just be in a wheelchair on this ad for what I am still going to say. I think it's Target. Um, if you find the photo, I think you'll agree that's what a Target looks like. And I think if you look at the rocket ship in the top corner, it looks like it has a Target logo, but it's just cut off a little bit because of the angle. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Target, if this is LT, if this is yours, I mean, I, I think it's a great ad. Keep on, keep on, keep on. Uh, a lot of people... With it being LinkedIn, a lot of people are taking this from the professional standpoint, which I, I try to do as well. But something someone brought up was that if you put up a ad of, and we're they are specifically talking about the boy in the wheelchair on the ad for the clothing. They are not talking about the little boy in his wheelchair looking up at the ad. So this is only talking about the ad itself done by the company. A lot of people brought up that 99% of children in the world are not in wheelchairs, which I don't know if that percentage is right, but I will say the vast, vast, probably at least 90% of them are not in wheelchairs. And many people felt that this was not a good move on, this would not be a good move on anyone's part to do because you are neglecting the vast majority of children. And they are right, except for saying this isn't a good move. I think there's something people have to realize. If we're looking specifically at this case, one, children can see something, but let's just be honest here. Parents are the ones that are making the decisions. Parents are the ones that are making the bid. So really, it doesn't matter if the children see their representation or not if we're going down this level, because children are not the ones taking out their money and buying it. So if we want to go on the, you're segmenting a bunch of children. So even if a parent has a wheelchair child, there's nothing to say they want to see the marketing for a child in a wheelchair. There's nothing to say that. And I don't think there's been studies done to prove that either. Also, it, it seemed to me in that conversation that they weren't getting the point of the only words in this meme. I, I do think this was a meme, a gift created saying representation matters. And even if it's from a business standpoint, I'm not team inclusion because inclusion means everyone. And if you really sit back and really think with your clear mind what everyone entails, you will see why I cannot say I am pro-everyone. Pro-everyone being at the table. Because someone once told me, and I know it's a common saying, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, I heard someone say to me once something very true. You got to watch who's in the village as well. 
But we're not talking about inclusivity here with this case of seeing a person of color, a Latina, a black person, a white person, a, a Sikh, a Muslim, a um, someone that has accessibility issues, someone who has Down syndrome, someone who, you know, you, you, when you talk about representation mattering, this is not necessarily just about marketing. It's not necessarily about selling your product here. The bigger conversation is, does representation matter? And I argue 100% it does. When everyone is only using the popular, what seems to be the popular, and for years was the norm of only using white, able-bodied people in their ads or in television shows, or there only be a clutch media for the Latinx community, the Asian community, the Black community, and things of that nature. And I don't think accessibility, to my knowledge, has never really had its own media inclusivity that they can call their own. That's one. That's a whole other type of conversation right there. When you look at those, the only thing that children, young men, young women, I say you're going all the way up until you know their, their early 20s, honestly, if that's all they are able to see that looks like them, that makes them think that's all they can be. And when they don't fit the mold of what they can be, or they don't fit the mold of what's on TV, and I say it's vice versa because many of my friends who are Caucasian, uh, if they don't fit the mold and they like, one of them really liked urban music, one of them was did not speak a lick of Spanish and since has learned, but loves the Latinx culture, when they fit in more with what they see on TV of them, but not what they see of themselves, that does cause issues for the psyche and the mental, because they're not like everyone else. Because maybe they're only seeing, you know, they hear something like that, that he said that he's heard some type of Latinx music. I think he actually got into it when Selena Catania died. She, he really got into that, uh, that, that, that music, even though he did not understand the words of it. No one else around him, because he was white, was listening to that type of music. So he felt alienated in a way. And there's nothing wrong with listening to that, that music. Just like it's nothing wrong with anyone listening to any type of music from outside theirs. But when you don't see people that look like you, you know, that's, that's how that is. You know, you feel alienated. Also, take it a step further outside the media realm. You know, people will go on the saying of Barack Obama being the first black president where you think he did a good or bad job. I remember growing up hearing people say there'll never be a black president. And this was by black people. It's never going to be a black president. You know, that that's just not going to happen. It's not going to be a Latino president. It's not going to be a Native American president. I remember a big debate in my sixth grade class about shouldn't there have already been a Native American president because they were here first and all that. I, that was a vivid conversation. But because there had never been one, and you don't see many of them up until that point in the Senate and to the House of Representatives, you don't think that it's possible or you feel alienated because you have the idea you can do it. From my side of it, I liked country music. You know, being a black kid in the you know metro Detroit area, that doesn't fit the mold quite well. And I didn't have 
the tools to be able to look up black artists. So I did feel like I was the odd man out. I did feel like I was weird. You know, a few years later in my middle school years, high school, you know, middle school, high school years, I finally discovered Darius Rucker, who I think around that time, maybe a year, a few years prior or around the same time he had got country music artists of the, of the year. And I remember something to me like, wow, he, a black guy got that. So there are others like us in there. And then I started to find more black country artists. For me, that was big because that meant I wasn't the only one. Step forward into my career, there are times, you know, but I'll be transparent here, majority of my friends are white. And I think that's because, again, I like country music. I like certain types of sitcoms. I like to have certain types of interests. And where I grew up and the people I've come into around contact that like those things, they are white. I mean, I, I think majority of my friends in LA, even though I lived in a very Latina community, were white, except for the older population that were Latina that I came into being good friends with. But, you know, I walk into some of the organizations I've joined into those rooms. I walked in some of the jobs I've joined into those rooms, those companies. And it always happens within the first six months where I have that moment of, yeah, I like the people I work with, or I don't like the people I work with, or whatever the case may be, but it always happens at the most random time when you realize you're the only one that looks like you in that room. And it doesn't bother me too much. I mean, when I'm in a group of friends, when I go to my local Rotary Club, I know I'm the only Black person in there. But sometimes it hits. Sometimes it does. No, it, it can be something simple as everyone's taking a photo and it's dark, so you have to adjust the lighting a little bit, or you know you have to stand a certain different way because hey, you're gonna be you're the you're in a darker room, you kinda aren't gonna light up on that camera. And usually it is always has something to do with the photo, it's a or it might be more talking about different family cuisines and things of that nature. Would you grow up eating, especially if we're praying like a Friendsgiving or something, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm the only one that has that. I'm the only representation of that in that room. I'm okay with that. I've come to be okay with that, but growing up, it wasn't great. So for a child to see themselves in a Target ad, again, Target, if it's not yours, sorry for giving you the credit. If it's someone else's, I'm sorry for giving Target your credit. It does matter. And if people want to say capitalism and business is the way to shape the world we live in, well, then representation matters there. I can say currently, the one thing I never ask is how is diversity at your company? I'm okay with being the only one like me in a room, as long as I can get along with everyone in the room, or at least can tolerate them to be able to do the work. So I ask about company culture, what's everyone's style like? So, because if everyone's style kind of meshes with each other, then that means no matter what race we are, what religion we are, what some of our preferences are, political views and things of that nature, if they like cats, dogs, and I'm anti-animal rights, we can all deal with each other to get the job done. I can walk into a Rotary Club and feel okay because, hey, we got the, all the same end goal. And at least we don't, if we don't all like the same thing, can we at least all hate the same thing? Sometimes that's what it's going to come down to.
But that representation does matter. You know, there's this org that I've started to distance myself from and they say diversity matters to them and representation, but I'm like, well, where's the representation then? And then that's why I say I can't be all inclusion because someone can just stick something somewhere and say that's inclusion because we got this person who's has accessibility issues. I don't want to use the word handicap. That's not the proper word for it. Someone who has accessibility issues in there and they're only as a placeholder. It's, but sometimes that's all that's needed for some people to feel included. Now, if they know the backdrops of the organization, they know that they're being used for marketing or to push a certain agenda, they're like, oh, that's not real. That's They're just doing that to place someone there. But for some people, they need to see that it is possible to get there because not everyone is comfortable being the first of something. They need someone to, if they weren't the first to do it, at least they got this far and this close to being it. They need to know someone got close enough because they don't, it's hard to wrap your head around. You can be the first to do something when no one else, even to your knowledge, looks like they attempted it. Those stories are important. That representation is important. It. So it frustrates me sometimes when people say representation doesn't matter, whether it's in marketing, whether it's in a volunteer organization or things of that nature. It needs to be seen at minimum. And if you have people in your organization that know how you're doing it and they know that you only appointed someone or hired someone to be a certain position because of their race, because of their accessibility issue, because of their religion, because of all these other factors, then yeah, you gotta start actually putting someone in there to do a job and be part of the team to be a trailblazer. Now, if you got your own bigoted or own personal agenda, and I'm not saying all agendas are bigoted. You know, I, I personally believe there's a population that is very bigoted based on race, gender, sexual orientation, um, accessibility, status, things of that nature. I know those people are out there. I've met them. They're not the people that I exactly am going to want to go have a beer with on a Saturday night. But there are also people who do things not for bigoted reasons because they just don't like someone because of who they are for which they cannot change. But there are those people that just want things to be done their way because they want to be right and they want to push their agenda. And if their agenda doesn't include anybody that is accessible, that's the way it's going to be. So it's not that they're blocking anyone because they're accessible. They just don't fit their agenda. And if the agenda is that they want people around them that are just going to say yes to them and make them feel important and everyone that's accessible is saying, you know that that's illegal. You know that that's fraud. You know that you're a liar. You know that this is unethical. Then who's not going to be in that room? So there's bigotry and there's also agendas. And I think, honestly, agenda people are the ones that are harder to work with and change the mind of because big is just seem to dislike things because that's the way they were taught or something bad happened to them and they just are now blaming an entire group of people. It's the ones that may have that plus an agenda that are harder because they are probably very selfish and their agenda is all about them.
But to say to someone to go on LinkedIn or Facebook or any type of social media, or even say it out loud where children or other people can hear you, that representation doesn't matter. It's just false. I would say, honestly, anyone that thinks representation does not matter, if they truly think it, because a lot of people can say things just to say it, but if they truly think it, it is because they have always been in a privileged situation where they have always had that representation. And this is not just for our my Caucasian brothers and sisters out there. This is also for people even in my own community of being LGBT, of being T specifically, or, or being Black. I know people that are very privileged in the Black community, but they their families have always been in the upper crest of society in the Black community. You know, their family is well known amongst some of the richer or powerful or influential people in some of the major cities. So they don't see how that representation is important because they've always been represented where it matters to them the most. And I'm guilty of it. You know, I know that, I mean, I'm about to move and move cross country, got comfortable because of some people I knew I'm about to move cross country again in two to three years. And I know when I go in certain spaces, I don't feel that discomfortable, except for having to be the new person and get to know people again, because I have a certain level of, I know people here. You know, no matter what my background is, there are going to be people that don't like me because I'm Black and trans, but we're all here. We're all in the same group. We're all Rotarians for the same reason. And someone here has to at least, we all agree we hate polio and we can at least go from there and then build relationships with who I can mesh with and things of that nature. So I may not have the same feelings that some other people do coming to a new town, a smaller suburban town as a black trans person, because I already know there's people that I can call here to my local L slide, my local Rotary Club and feel comfortable and get situated in once I find the one I want to go to. So I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that there's a certain level of privilege there. But I still understand how that representation matters. I'll call myself on it. If there's a certain location in a group that I'm involved in, I always argue with someone that I don't want certain people from a certain location to be involved in some of the projects. Now, representation does matter. They always say, hey, we know you do not want to work with the people in that location. We know we don't want to work with people with those attributes. But the representation for them to be part of this project, to say face, to look good to people coming up in the next generation in that location, we kind of need and we're going to have to get over it. I'm not happy about it. I'm going to get overruled and I'm going to find a way to make it work for me. But I'm not going to be happy about it. And if I'm left to my own vices, I am going to keep them out of it. But I still understand how important the representation is. So all I want you to do is encourage, all I want to do is encourage you to think about why representation of anyone, of any group, whether it be the my either whether it be a minority group or the majority group matters. Why does representation matter to one person? Why could that be important for someone to feel represented, especially from a young age, but even as a young adult? Shoot, even as someone older, 
why could them wanting to buy something, wanting to go be part of this organization, this club, do this in their community, shop at a certain place, or even do a certain activity like, I don't know, cornhole versus horseshoes? Why would the representation of someone like them, of some characteristic like them, being there or have done it before, be important to them? Just because you have not experienced it or didn't experience the same way as someone else did does not mean that that experience is not important. Because the best way we can come to understand each other and help each other out is by trying to put ourselves in another person's shoes. So hear me out here. Put yourself in someone else's shoes and try to understand them. Because even if you don't like what you come to understand, at least you understand and have the knowledge to move accordingly and understand the world around you as it keeps changing. Because it's one thing to say, to say you don't know, but it's another thing to choose to not know. Ignorance may be bliss, but there's only a certain amount of ignorance that we should be allowing when you have the opportunity to know. You have someone willing to teach you, but you are choosing to stay ignorant, to meet your own agenda. So just hear me out. Representation matters. Take the time to find out why.